Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. So how are you guys doing? I mean, enough about us. Yeah? Uh, no. We're rocky. I don't know. We, we, we gave this whole, this whole marriage thing 10 years to try. Well, we all, what's happening right here? You it's can... my time of month, so Alex isn't happy. Oh, that's just extra it is, lubrication. Um, it's Shark Week. It's Shark, it week. shark Week. Women. Sharks in the water. I like that. that. Shark Week. Shark Honestly, Week. Look at, can I tell you what's changed my life? Mm. Having her uterus taken out. We don't have to deal with that. Interesting. Mm. Remind me, is when you get the uterus taken out, is that when you still keep the box, but they take the things inside the box out? <laughs> it's you, what you holds the baby. <laughs> the uterus is what holds the baby. Oh. Yeah. It, but o- it, after either. you take that out, you take out the ability to have a period mm-hmm. interesting but you maintain because you should don't shed your uterine hormones. lining anymore. can we i hope we're recording is that an elective thing <laughs> yeah we are recording is it a what yeah is it an no, elective thing it's not an elective well thing. for her it wasn't because her she had a prolapse uterus and her she it's couldn't like no hold on a second <laughs> she couldn't jump on a trampoline no, without no, no, guys, your pants hey so. to make it hey to make it <laughs> even because I know you guys are sharing a lot of vulnerable stuff. You're on your period. Okay. You had your uterus taken out. Things um, are just hard. I yeah, you can. I have occasional migraines, so we're all <laughs> we're all in the we same boat. Even. That's wow, That's honey. True. You're so. I, I'm so sorry you have to go through that. Uh, the cross that you bear, I bear it as well. <laughs> so here we are. Rough. Oh, just put it makes you don't have so to. Much I don't. Better. I, it's, uh, yeah, I put them on because I like to hear. Yeah, you're so I, vain. Yeah. No, I like to hear if I like. Because sometimes we've had times where it's like you're too far away, but you're kind of distant. Good to hear where how close you are to the microphone. I'm doing what Irina's doing. So I we got to do preface here. So you guys, you guys heard Wait, of let's them backtrack, from yeah. <laughs> the Morrises go mobile, and then they go that's not mobile enough, and then they go let's sell the our house and our RV now. And then let's be every day Saturday. So now let's be more mobile on the seas, the 80% of the ocean that is undiscovered. Let's discover it. And then after this, it's going to be the Morrises go to Mars. Like what? Oh, I like that. What? Morrises that go to Mars. To you can't keep changing your YouTube channel, though. You can't keep doing that. You know? Yeah, how did that It go? just confuses your subscribers. First yeah. of all, welcome. So I'm maybe glad, like one. I'm glad you guys are back. I'm glad you guys are safe. Uh, you didn't have any kind of Ted Bundy cases where anybody murdered you on, exactly. on the road. Um, welcome back. Tell me, uh, are you guys giving up on any form of like Stability? housing <laughs> foundations? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Until we walk in your house, it feels kind of, it's kind of nice. You it's know, when nice. You, when you walk into like a really it's, it's, nice house. It's, 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 <laughs> it's nice not to be couch surfing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, you know what's interesting is as far as that home feel goes, uh, our boat has that feel compared uh-huh. to the RV. The RV is just like, let's pack six people into a rectangle box that's, you know, 38 feet. Whereas the boat, like, you know, everybody has their own bedrooms. And yeah. You can get, like you get wiggle. Yeah. It feels a lot bigger. Definitely, mm-hmm. and there's space yeah. for people to get away from each other. If you, if not if, but when, did you just fart? No, it's my chair. No, I she might. did. No, she farted. Don't, <laughs> don't let her tell you. I that have way. my foot. She does that so often; it bothers me. <laughs> We've had this conversation before. This is why we can never book guests because like, <laughs> she's, she's got gas. Was, okay. She's got gas. <laughs> I knew you would say something too. I was like, shoot, I know Brandon's oh, gonna say something if, yep. if I like my leg moved. Oh. So hold on a second. It wasn't. Don't fist her for that. Don't support this. Um, Nothing. So it actually feels larger when you're on a on a catamaran than you are in a in a, a giant RV. Definitely. 
Definitely. I mean, the cat. So you think of our RV, it was 38 feet long. Our boat. Hold on a second. Are you measuring from the tip to tip? Tip to tip? <laughs> Yeah, what do you it doesn't from? matter. You, you know, do a few back. centimeters guys do count. It. It's probably what thirty, what six? No, it was thirty-eight. It was 30. forty with tip to tank. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If we're going by tip to you tank, you don't want to trust a guy doing giving you the measurements. Why do you people <laughs> listen to this podcast? I just like this guy right here. You bring something out in him, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Oh, I do. True. I do. We're magical. You know how tame I am when you're not here. <laughs> he is pretty tame. We barely so, talk about. Back to what stuff. I was saying for these people listening to this podcast that really want some really good information. Um. So yeah, the, it was 38 feet and it, you know, it's like, it's made to fit on a road. Our boat on the other hand is 46 feet long and 26 feet wide. Okay. And you have two holes cause it's a catamaran and then you have all the living space. I mean, there's just, there's so much more space. Yeah. But couldn't you go outside with an RV that you can't go, well, you can't go outside of a catamaran, but you can't like, I'm going to go outside Wait. and ride my bike. You, you're going <laughs> to be like, I'm going to either jump in the water, stay in the water or get back in the catamaran. Like, don't you have more, a little bit more freedom on the catamaran or on the, in the RV? Yeah, I mean, there's something that I do miss about just telling the kids, hey, go ride your scooters or go right. get your bikes out. Go and... get away so we can get a nooner in. Yep. <laughs> that will be my next question. get a what in? Nooner. A nooner. What do you call it? Afternoon delight. There you go. <laughs> okay. I just shorten it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's true. There is, there's some things that you give up a little bit, and that is, that's definitely one of them is just being able to send your kids outside, um, out, out in the back door. And it's like, nope. I mean, literally, if they want to jump in the ocean, obviously we need to be. But 80% around. of the time we're on anchor and there's a beach, you know, really within 100 close. yards. So, so they are able to like leave. They'll jump on the paddleboard and go to the beach yeah, on their own. That's true. Or, yeah. yeah, I mean, they'll jump over to our friends' boats, who, you know, and go hang out with other kids. And that's something we need to preface. So you, when you. You were, these these people little, are like, yeah. what are we talking about? Why don't you take over? You first, Let's backtrack. <laughs> you were first traveling. You sold your, I don't think at that point you sold your possessions, but no. you you had your house still here. You're renting it out. You bought this giant camper RV, uh, and then you guys traveled the United States. Then you sold that and your house, and you bought this giant catamaran, and you're sailing. I'm going to use air quotes sailing because you're, what, 100 <laughs> yards off of the coast the whole time? Bro, is that what we're doing? <laughs> We've been 70 miles off the coast. Wow. Yeah. Are you Captain Phillips right now? Captain Ron, actually. I don't know if you guys remember that. That <laughs> movie, it's Ron. older. You need to watch is it. it. At all? Somebody Ron. that's listening to this knows exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just kind of riding the coast. Is that what you're doing? Tell me what you're doing, then why were you 70 yards outside the coast? Yards? <laughs> Miles. Miles, sorry. Um, you said a lot just now, so I'll, I'll react to all of it. Yeah. So, yes, we sold everything when we went sailing. Um, we dumbed everything down to fit on a, a couple shelves in Amber's parents' garage. And, uh, now we live on a sailboat. So, but yeah, the, boat it's a, it's an ocean faring vessel. Like this isn't just designed to be right. close, you know, stay in the Harbor type of thing. Um, and so when we were, yeah, I think we were somewhere around that 70 mile mark offshore. We were actually coming up from Florida to Virginia. And we were, when you go up that far, you get into the Gulf stream. Mm -hmm. And the Gulf Stream's way out there because you gain a lot of speed from that Gulf Stream because it goes up. Is that what the Gulf Stream is about? It's just it's literally like a highway. It, it's crazy, like two to three knots of extra speed. And knots You're is what? Uh, uh, one knot is about one point something miles per hour. It's okay. pretty close. Okay, just assume That's it's close. the same. Okay. Um, but when your boat only goes eight seven eight knots and you're in the Gulf Stream and you're gaining three, it's a significant mm. amount of speed. You know, when you're going that mm -hmm. far, okay. so. 
Um, and that goes for miles. I'm miles, miles, like almost from Florida all the way up to the Chesapeake Bay. So, do people do that to catch like almost like a highway ride to like the next yeah. destination? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And then on the way back, you stay out of the stream because you'd be fighting against it. And it's always going in the same direction. Always goes north. Always, always goes north. Yeah, which we didn't know that. I didn't know that. I <laughs> was uh, so I didn't know anything about catamarans. Um, until when we went to Greece and we rented. It's like we own one or something. A half day, yeah. We <laughs> rented a half day catamaran. Yeah, I saw the pictures. I'm like, I think that's the same brand of boat that we have. It's like, like a quarter what, of the size what, of yours. Way bigger. <laughs> way bigger. I don't know. Do you know what it size was it was? ginormous. No, what it, was it? No, I think yours is bigger. No, it's not. Wait. Can you say that again? I'd say it slower. (laughs) Why do you walk into these traps with this guy? I did walk into it. You don't even know how this game is played anymore. (laughs) She's a rookie. She's married to you. I I made a mistake. I had you sit on my side because I was like, no, I got to control this somehow. (laughs) And then somehow you're like, oh, you're uh, you're my my grandmother that's bringing me biscuits. And then boom. The the catamaran (laughs) that you own, I think, is bigger than the one that we you probably have no idea. No, what. he doesn't have that net in the middle of it in the very front, do you? Oh, we do. Yes, they do. You have two. Oh, yeah, both sides. But you don't have a clue what you were on. There was no model name or anything on it. <laughs> no, I'm right. sure there was. We didn't look at it. Can we find out? Can we? Can we pause the? <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's a picture. I'm my yeah. invitation to it. Yeah. Um, I I bet you it was very do similar. Have, do you have like uh? So yeah, you have the nets up front. It's probably very similar. Okay, so here's where I was going with this. I was very impressed how much control those catamarans have, like comfort. Well, no, no, control like uh, uh, drivability, docking, docking, and getting off yeah. the dock and all that. Yeah. So, so our our um, the way it maneuvers, our, our captain it was very impressive. Would just yep. pull up, maybe thirty inches away from this cliff, and he's like, "Look at," and he'll give some history, like wow. wh- whatever figure historically had symbol uh, any symbolic, you know, relevance here. <laughs> our captain and had then, no fear, and then no he fear. goes, yeah. we, "We're like," and he goes, "Sometimes these rocks fall down," and he goes, "Let's get closer." So we get closer. <laughs> And That's just I'm, part of the tour. You it is. And I'm it looking is, at him, yeah. and then he just is able to back it up comfortably. And yeah, if we he, were, he started like drifting a little bit closer, and we just like back up. Yeah, we're it like so, we're gonna hit the cliff. The cool thing with the catamarans is you've got two engines, right? You've got one on each side, and yeah. so when you get into close quarters like that, you don't even use the steering wheel really anymore. You're just using the engines to Engine, forward, to back, forward back, forward yeah. back. Yeah. So yeah, they do. It's very comfortable. Well, and they have shorter keels, right? So you can. With a catamaran, you can actually get into more shallow water than like a, uh, a regular no. like model. The water displacement that you're getting is it's a little more shallow, huh? Yeah, yep. you can go into more we, shallow water. Would so, you say keels? Yeah. Keels, like yeah. Kegel? Man, this girl's versed. Dude, she <laughs> knows what she's talking about. We, we've we anchored in anchorages <laughs> in the Bahamas yeah. before where when the tide is down, when it's low tide, you go under the boat and there's been like inches between the bottom of our boat and the sand and... It's awesome. And the, the, the you in- look your eyes don't look like it was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> Running aground's not awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Okay, <laughs> so, so that happened too? It happened once. Right when we got down to the Bahamas, we had, this was like we were two months into this thing, just learning how to do it. Preface, we've never sailed before. We're from Idaho. There's only lakes here. Um, too many scuba shops for the Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> but yeah, we yeah, we ran aground. It was a beautiful place to run aground because it when was perfect sand. When you say sand. we, you did, right? Yeah, I'm the captain, so I take... <laughs> yeah, don't say yeah. we. You, yeah, you don't... Do, Amber, you got wow. part of Irina. <laughs> True. You got me. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, we rolled up onto you, this little yeah, sandy like back. bank, and we were stuck there. I was had our boat stuck there uh, basically until high tide that later that evening. 
But it was beautiful. It was like this perfect sandy, clear water. There were stingrays Did the around. Did kids like play in the sand? Oh yeah, we were all walking next to our boat in the sand, like, like walking underneath. Oh, the yeah. Bus. So you, so tell me about the technology on this boat because you, like you said, you don't have too much technology. By the way, your socks—they're, they're out there. They're awesome, huh? They're, they're. That's a word to describe everyday them. For ghost sure. dance socks. That's ghost definitely dance one day. Socks. That's everyday Saturday socks for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, they look. You look like you were doing like taekwondo kicks at a palm tree all day. <laughs> Listen, if you have to make up things to, like, figure out why I look this good, then whatever. <laughs> anyway, I'm in my 38-year-old dad prime here, guys. You're 38? Yeah. Damn, I thought you were 34. <laughs> well, you're 30. What? Four. Four. You're four? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I could be your uncle. <laughs> or creepy, older brother. <laughs> that creepy uncle that's on communitywatch.org. <laughs> That uncle with the hair, with yeah. that hair, yes. <laughs> He's trying to get I haven't had a haircut in, fit in over a year now, so. Yeah. So, okay. Ron. by the way, you look great. I'm just joshing. But um, so <laughs> the technology is on your boat. So like you said, you don't have an extended history of sailing. You 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 did a, almost like a, a workshop or an apprenticeship. Like a, where a you week long of like a yeah, crash course kind of thing, yeah. You were helping somebody. A week? Oh, I thought along. it was longer. Oh, that, oh, yeah. When I helped move that boat. No, that was 13 days. But before that, I did a week of like sailing it. classes, which are wow. very foundational. Yeah. So two and yeah. a half weeks, best week, with three yeah. weeks. We'll give you three weeks of doing this kind of stuff. Now, the technology on the boat, is there enough to be like, hey, high tide is coming tonight in the next seven hours? Mm -hmm. or uh, that's not really on the boat. Watching the tides is all on the phone, like all the apps. There's apps for that and all really? that kind of thing. Yeah. So as long as you have some sort of internet connection. You and you're ready for that too. So when that happened, you already had this plan B. It was like, okay. There's obviously no way we're going to push ourselves off here. There's no such thing as towing because we probably don't. No, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Yeah. So then you're like plan B, high tide. Well, I guess, hey, guys, let me log in. You already knew that. Is that what you were kind of going into? Like yeah, that? for okay. sure. And it, luckily we left in the morning. And so we knew there was another tide coming and you just wait for the tide. It was crazy. As the tide came up, I just was in the water watching it right as it was like really starting to come up. But you, the, you start, sand started moving under the boat because the boat was starting okay. to shift with the water. And then I'm like, all right, time to go. Time to go Dang. for kids. Pack up your so, sand But toys. the Bahamas is a, is a great learning grounds because it's very forgiving. There's, it, I mean, it can also not be forgiving, but lot, it's clear water. You can see the sand. You can see the bottom, you know, so. Do you know how high tides are made or how they operate? Well, it's all based on the moon, my yes. friend. So, well, yeah. the, the, the gravitation, they, she doesn't I know. I knew that. How Gravitational you know? okay. pull. Yeah, yeah. But how does, what happens? Just something about the gravity. Yeah. So no. you know what else? You know something else about gravitational pull. I mean, as you age and after you have kids, <laughs> pulls down. She doesn't know what to say to that. Sorry, did I, I just stump the mazukins? No, I didn't really <laughs> yeah. understand where you're going with exactly. it. But we'll you, let it. We'll just it. let it slide. If you know what I mean. I knew. It. Yeah, he knew. Yeah, guys who were listening know. Hey, clear as day, dude. <laughs> clear as I don't. Day. I still don't know. We, Amber, do you? I mean, I think I know what you're talking about. Women or men? Women. Men? We're, we're saying <laughs> Ladies, day in and day out. As hey, women hey, have children and get older, what happens with gravity? Which part? Okay, hold on. I was saying we, we also have body. a little part of us that happens too with gravity. I mean, I worked when I was in healthcare. <laughs> I've seen, I've anyway, let's move on. Okay, anyway. moving on. Right, this is done. a family-friendly <laughs> podcast. Back to I don't know if you knew about No, it's tides. not. I've listened to it. <laughs> I want to ask a question. Yes. It's a burning question. I'm sure everybody's yeah, wondering it. Ooh. How do you guys find the privacy away from your kids? No, but oh. be more specific. I, need, I, don't, I don't know. How do you find the time to have sex? Okay, oh. thank you. Gosh, let's just be real. Jeez. Real Whoa. Amber, tell them. 
Well, well let, let me preface this before yeah. you answer. This question was brought up on the last podcast, and you guys should yeah. definitely go listen to it on the oh, Morrison's yeah, Mobile. The and you go, we well, got to keep the 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 shakes and the 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 swing to a minimum. <laughs> so you have to do a lot of. Uh, Creative. Lower, create lower body, like low thrust, <laughs> oh high output. Yeah. Well, you I guys own RVs. We and a lot of people listening probably own RVs. They know you, those things shake. They do. They yeah. rock quite a bit. Amber, you, you, you go. We wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and that, that like, thing. What's happening? It's yeah. moving. So okay, now the boat. You have the, the, the motion the of the ocean. Yeah. No. So like our boat is, is what forty thousand tons. Pounds. Pounds. Yeah. Pounds, right? In an, Dang, that's in a an flex too, In huh? a trailer is how many? A, our trailer was 11,000 pounds. Okay. But you're in the water, you know what I mean? So the boat's yeah. always kind of moving. It's but the, moving. Yeah, you can't and move this boat. And grooving. We have like, I mean, we have a solid wood door. We have a hallway. We have a lock on our door. Uh, Dang, you guys you are rich, like rich. Oh, I mean, solid it's a, wood it's door, a, nice, a lock. It's a nice yacht, let me tell you. Huh? <laughs> no, yeah, so... We close the door and everything. It's just like how you're, it you actually feels bedroom, like I mean, normal it, life. It, it does. It feels like normal life. We, we have a hallway make, that keeps. They're just like, a little closer. Yeah, I mean, two of our other kids are on the other side of the boat. They could have no clue. Oh, like even if I mean, even if you know, I guess Amber I'm not like understanding scream, how really big well, it is. I, so what, we just know? we just published a YouTube video about our boat tour. Oh, plug. Right. Plug. What would, yeah. where, where would people boat find tour? that video? Well, they go to youtube.com forward slash everyday Saturday. Everyday If they Saturday. really wanted to see it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But so, that, that does give you an idea of like as you're walking through the bedrooms and as you're walking through the hallways, you're going to say, oh, it feels like a, I mean, kind of like a big condo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really. So honestly, it feels like there's more privacy in our boat. Now we just, we have to make sure our hatch <laughs> There is, is you know, all the hatches open, right? When you guys run that one, there's a yes. hatch to let air into the yes. each room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So oh. we have to make sure that's closed because yeah. that's, mm -hmm. you can see through that. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to, none of the kids yeah. want to hear Brandon scream. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Dad, how, are you okay? Dad. Alex, how do you Amber know goes, so much Amber about goes, me? Don't worry, kids. Mommy's not hurting dad. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, there was okay. a hair in my mouth. Well, so how and just to kind of backtrack, how long have you guys been doing this now? Has it been a year or we not? We moved aboard in January, right? Babe? Okay, yeah. So about eight months. Okay, eight months. Yeah, and I'll tell you the first that time. I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong, but it was pretty much all a learning experience, and it, there was a lot of stress. This whole involved. time. Yeah, I mean, we had amazing times and we had a lot of fun, but it was there was a lot of fixing things and learning things and all of that. I mean, the so, first four months, I would say, was a lot. Yeah. So what would you say about when we go back to the boat when we get back there? Oh, I would say experience 2.0. Mm. I'm just really looking You're forward ready. to it. Like we yeah. know how to yeah. sail. We know how to live on our boat. We you don't know have like this nervousness. Not, not so anything. much. I mean, yeah. there's a, there's there's always nervousness with weather. Like that's the number one thing. You because you can't control it. You can't control yeah. it, and it can ruin everything. Yeah. yeah. So. But there's experience with that too. We've yeah. been through it. We know what lumpy seas feel like and what, what you know. And we know what big storms, storms feel like too. Like. Yeah, trop when we were in a tropical storm. Yeah. and tell me, tell me about the storms. Um, you guys were in a really bad one recently, right? We, we've been in two bad storms. One wouldn't have been that bad if we didn't have our sail up, uh, a certain sail. It was, it's called a parasailer. Um, we had, the, but having that sail up made it worse because the wind hit it and we couldn't get it down. Okay. If that wasn't up, it would have just been us motoring and it would have just been windy. You know what I mean? Like not a big deal. The other one, we were on anchor during a tropical storm. Um, and we actually found this, what they would call like a, I don't know, like a hurricane hole, a good hideout mm -hmm. for, for a big storm. And 
we saw up to like 40 plus knots of wind at that Which point is, you're talking I mean, like think, 50 to 60 mile per hour winds yeah Wow, um, 58 miles. And so we're on our anchor. So your anchor, like that's the one thing that messes with your mind is you're thinking this whole time, okay, that chain and that anchor is all that's keeping us from slamming into that wall right behind us. Yeah. And it's it, like uh, a cliff. Uh, the no, wall. it was like going. a seawall, kind sea of yeah. a protected What's harbor. A Cement. Like a, like a man-made wall. Oh, man-made. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Man-made. Okay. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it held in that, those situations help us to know that we trust our boat. We trust our anchor. We know what uh, we can handle, you know, you know the so, limitations and exactly. all that stuff. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've been in enough, uh, situations, whether any kind of trailer we've had, where something went wrong, whether it's a camper, um, you know, a four wheel trailer, whatever, and something goes wrong, you know what the problem is. You might not have the tools to fix it, but you're trying to kind of troubleshoot it. Now she's part of the crew. Um, and you said it's stressful. Has she, have, Amber, have you ha- uh, kind of started developing this insight on boat, boat anatomy, where like Miranda's like, hey, go bring me this. I'm not going to say like port side, but you know, like a little more invasive That's than that. Like yeah. Irina, go get me my wrench, port side drawer Stop. of my, 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 my <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the 18 millimeter. <laughs> yeah. And I, I swear if you bring me standard woman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I do, I do feel like my knowledge has grown and, but you know, to be fair, like I didn't take any sailing classes and I've never sailed in my life. So he totally was the one that had all the knowledge. And so it's just getting used to what everything is called. Everything on a boat is called something different than like normal land life. It's almost How dumb. annoying. It yeah. is. It's yeah. dumb. It's like the, whoever came up with all this, it's like, it's a all bedroom. The, it doesn't have to be a stateroom or a, a cabin or the bathroom's ahead. Like it's a bathroom. Like right. let's just Call keep it, it consistent. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But you know, but you know what yeah. I did? I'm yeah. smart. Yeah. Insta- no, well, easy on that you one. You put labels in Explain. all the doors. Instead Explain. of saying, Amber, go get me my tool, I have a tool bag that has all of my essential, like I use almost everyday tools. Okay. And I'm like, hey, will you go grab my tool bag? It's in the, you know, she knows where it's at. But Bring the whole thing. Is it often that you have to need her help to troubleshoot or fix a problem? Interesting. Why don't you tell them about the time we were changing the oil on the generator? Remember? I couldn't get in there because I'm kind of a big boy. Mm. Yeah. And you had to do it, Amber. You remember? And you're oh. you put the oil in. <laughs> yeah, because everything on a boat too is just awkward spaces. So you feel like you're doing some type of like awkward like Maneuver. yoga move, like boat yoga. They call it boat yoga. Boat you yoga. know, down there. And yeah, I mean, I, I so help I'm like, out. Babe, come put the oil in the generator for me. I couldn't reach. It was like in this most weird position. Yeah. But I honest, but. but to be honest, like if I had to like put the sails up by myself, I. I don't feel confident yet. I, actually, Jaden, our oldest, who just turned 17, she actually has way better sailing intuition than I do. So she usually helps him with like the sails. And I help, but like... But she's usually down dealing with our, our younger kids, you know, or Cohen, right. our youngest. So she's kind of babysitting, usually during these debacles. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, or momming. You yeah, know? you could call it mom. Do you call it babysitting when you have to take care no, of your kids? No, I think you Rina? thought you were talking about Jaden. Oh, no. Oh. Amber. Jaden's usually, up, Jaden's usually oh. the one helping me, our 17-year-old. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't um, call it babysitting. It's I do babysitting call it. when you uh, and I have to watch our kids. Being a mom, maybe. Right. Like, yeah. right. I invoice <laughs> yeah. her for this stuff all yeah, the time. She's like, sure. um, like last night hour. when she went out with you guys, I was like, cool, you owe me $1,000. This, <laughs> this is my time. My time is actually an hour, yeah. Hope you had fun. Yeah, we did. You're going to get a 1099 end of the year. So you guys also met some pretty cool like friends along the way how did you meet them how did that come about well i mean the simplest answer is that when you pull up into an anchorage and you're like what's an anchorage get us yeah yeah Yeah. a a place that has kind of been designated by the cruising community the people who do what Mm -hmm. we do 
as a good Cruising a community. good place to drop anchor and it's like just on a the good charts. place not a designated place no like you the state or the city doesn't say anchor here you yeah. can anchor anywhere uh-huh. yeah and it's free but yeah basically it's like hey this is a good spot to anchor and it's there's a, a little anchor it's pretty the there's charts. a beach it's exactly it's low it's good protection yeah. Yeah. yes yeah exactly. Okay. yeah exactly ahead, yeah so you pull up into these places and there's like a few boats there depends on maybe a handful of boats and then a lot of times you know you may go to the beach and then or you're going to this trail to go jump this cliff or something and you just meet meet each other on the beach i'd say that's probably the most simple ways is just you're all together doing the same thing and then you know people have drinks on the beach in the evenings mm-hmm. watch the sunset or whatever it might be and then you you meet people and you invite each other onto each other's boats and yeah but we ended up meeting four maybe five, i think i can i need to get the exact number but i want to say five boats um in georgetown exuma the exuma island chain in the bahamas georgetown it's like the, where a lot of people go and kind of they'll stop for groceries and things like that well mm-hmm. we met four or five boats ended up going down to the ragged islands which is a very remote island chain with them we all hit it off there was like no drama it was incredible we ended up traveling the rest of our time in the bahamas in the next three four months uh with this whole group of people and we'd have get-togethers on different boats we'd meet at the like Jaden would do our daughter who's crazy into fitness she would do do like yoga on the beach and it it, it became this like community which which honestly if we didn't have that it it would get old you know I mean you're alone right with your kids you need that you need (laughs) and your your kids need other kids so a lot of people you know you might think oh they're they're taking their kids away from like the socialization of having friendships that's just not true like we we surround ourselves with community it was actually in the ragged islands that I sewed someone's shark bite um, yeah, that was my next question. Yeah. I remember you guys posting that recently. Yeah. yeah. I need to hear about this you because I'm story? definitely afraid of sharks. So yeah. let me tell my part and then you take over from your part. Yeah, okay? tell us about it. Uh, so first of all, the Ragged Islands are about 54 miles from Cuba. So that's like, it's the okay. furthest point so of the Bahamas away. Um, and so we're, it's very remote. There's no medical help. There's nothing. You're like 100 miles away from any type of medical attention or services, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we go out. The thing we do almost every day out there is spearfish. And so we go out spearfishing this day. Um, there's a group of maybe, maybe six or eight of us. And uh, we're having a great time spearfishing. And we get done. But one of our guys that's with us, his name's Jeff, he gets on this hogfish. And just so you guys know, hogfish is like, Mwah. The it's like, de crap it's like the what ocean. you go after out hogfish. there. It's, yeah. okay. it's mild, awesome, yummy fish out there. And so he's after this hogfish. He's chasing it down. And he goes and he spears it. And as he's getting it and bringing it up, he turns around and he sees this shark coming after him, like towards him. Tiger shark? Uh, no, no, reef, reef shark. shark. A, 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 small, a small reef shark, but by small, it could be like the length of Irina's whole body. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Five, four. Yeah, five, four. Which, <laughs> which to a human, that's pretty good size, right? Right. In the water. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he, he, he ends up... Would, the, I think I would die. Yeah, the shark comes towards him and, he, and he's like, okay, he, the, generally the sharks are coming for a free snack. It's like, you have my food in your hands. I'm coming for it. So he releases his spear pole and the fish to try and get the shark away. Well, it all happened so fast. The shark, I think, confused him or was already locked on and came for him. And um, we were all in, in our other tenders. We call them dinghies. Let's not get into dinghies right now. Okay. Oh. Um, later. Later. Yeah, later. But it sounds the, like a swinger party. This right. Exactly. <laughs> the, the description. I knew it. I knew this was going to go on a, on a snail trail. I don't know. My snout is out. My uh, but is the out. rest of us were getting into our other our tenders and we were getting changed, getting our anchors up, getting done. And we hear, help, help. And one of the guys on our boat was like, he's yelling, help. He's yelling, help. And we're like, we're not ready to like go get him yet. Well, luckily, some of our other friends who had just took off come back 
and they get him. And he had, by this point, fended off the shark with his arm, like to try and punch it away, get it away. And they pull him into his boat or into their boat. They pull him up and uh, he's been bitten real bad on his elbow. And so by that point, his upper arm, his upper arm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We get, we had a, we were in a bigger tender dinghy. And we come up alongside the other one and we said, Hey, put them in ours. We'll, we'll rush back a lot faster. And I got on the radio and I'm, and I called the other, the boat that we were going to, um, the boat's called eco. I get on the, the VHF and I said, eco, eco, uh, get the medical bag ready. We've got a shark bite. That's all I said. And so, I heard this on the VHF. So I was on our boat and I heard this. all of our people that we cruise with are on the same channel. The same. Exactly. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so they all hear that. They have no idea but who it is. But you said it's not the, it's not any of the kids. Yeah. No that's kids, the first but we thing. have a shark bite. Mm-hmm. Why was that like purposeful to not say the name? No, it was just in out. the moment. We're just trying to be fast and yeah. concise. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And um, the boat we were yeah. going to the the wife of the husband of uh, the wife of that boat um, is an ex uh, fireman paramedic. So she had and she had all this medical bag and things for this type of a situation. So we're like, get the medical bag ready. She's like, okay, it'll be ready. So mm. go ahead, babe. You take well, you pick up from there. So this I, is this is yeah. why it's important. I get like you said. She goes. She asks you a question. She goes, "Why didn't you say that?" And you go, "Well, it's more concise." Yeah. It's because women they go like. <laughs> I need to know like all bite? the details. What happened? Like, is where he was okay? It? Where was it? How right. much is yeah. it bleeding? Right. Yeah. Is is he this okay? This is why you should never. What be are you wearing? A dispatcher for nine one one. All the be questions. Like, oh, I've been. <laughs> Who are you wearing? Who? What happened? <laughs> okay, so I heard okay, this podcast one time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What shoes are you? You know, right? And well, and to preface it, on the way there, uh, Jeff, you know, he's holding his arm. He's like, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad. Well, Amber, take away. Well, <laughs> then they they went over to this other boat, and so I'm just like standing there, like hoping they don't need to call me over. Yeah. But then all which two? You better go backtrack. You are. You your are. Story, you well, are. Yeah, your I'm pronoun an... first. <laughs> she, her. Amber yeah, Moore. she, her, and I'm an RN. Um, and not just any RN. My specialty is obstetrics, labor, and delivery. So okay. tearing, yeah. Oh. <laughs> tearing. <laughs> Hopefully oh not. Gosh. Hopefully not. That's where perineal massaging. Perineal comes massaging. In. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Perfective. So back to back to the shark bite. So, and to be fair, like I've never sutured someone. Normal RNs don't put stitches in people. That's mm-hmm. usually a PA or a nurse practitioner or a doctor. I've seen it done, but I've never actually put stitches in anything. So but we had got him on the boat. We, we cut his shirt off basically because yeah. we couldn't take it off of his arm. And then have you ever sewed a shirt? No. Okay. Well, actually, no, I've no, done, no, not. I've done she, some terrible. So yeah, sewing she's jobs. not good. Let's like just say that knitting. Yeah. Yeah. But we take okay. his shirt off and we look at it and we're like, no, this is really bad. Like you this is this, this immediately, you know, this thing needs stitches. I'll share, I'll show a picture of the gore of it after this. Okay. Yeah. Send and, it to and, us. Yeah, we'll we'll put it on the uh, next door neighbor's podcast Instagram. Yeah, I know everyone Explicit. loves like gory we'll, pictures. We'll put it on the clip. Yeah. yeah, but I think that, I mean, I think at first Natalie, so she's the the EMT person. Yeah. I think that she was trying to see if she could handle this, but then he Brandon called me over like, and my Amber, heart. We're gonna need you. My heart just sank <laughs> because yeah. I just felt like, oh my gosh, like what what can i contribute what can i do yeah and like do i need to check his cervix like that's all she knows how yeah. to do is like is, yeah is, if i could have you know it would have been so much easier <laughs> but i went over there and i just assessed the bite and the, can i ask you something did you call yeah. him a rock star did i call jeff a rock star? yeah because that's what the labor and delivery nurses are like oh. you're a rock star yeah, rock star. oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you got yeah. this oh yeah <laughs> that's so true they say that all the they time do. right i don't think they i do. actually I, say that no. <laughs> i hear it that you're right you're like you're, t- such you're, a rock star. you're like toughen up <laughs> this yeah. is part of <laughs> no i mean i think i was just 
uh, just, I had a lot of, you know, anxiety, honestly, mm, just yeah. because I just felt like, holy cow, the, the depth of the gashes and stuff like that. And the way that they were marked from the, the teeth marks of the shark. He had Everything top was... and bottom. So we're talking like, this is a legit shark bite yeah. where the mouth went over the whole thing. Yeah. 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 There's no, yeah, yeah. You're doing almost like a, a 10 inch diameter completely yeah. around. Like, yeah. And but thankfully I call it kind of a shark nip because if the shark was really treating him like he was a food source, there would have been, there would be no arm. Yes. Yeah. Or there'd be a, a whole chunk yes, out of it. Right. So this was a very quick, like, Oh, that's not my food. Oh, you're not away. my food. Let me ask you this just out of oh. theories, because I, I, Listen, I haven't been in healthcare in a very long time now, but uh, I like to follow accounts of like survival stuff. You know, yeah. like yeah. like if you needed to do it, could you? Like I know yeah. how to sew. I'm a better sewer. I've never sutured anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, when you're gonna take, okay, so you have something with a like, let's say like a, a you know, size of the fingers on your palm, and it bites you. I always thought with sutures that when you need to put them in, it has to. Uh, displace skin. So you have to bring that skin together to yeah. stop the bleeding. If it's a nibble, was it bleeding out like tr like a lot? So thankfully, it really was mostly into the fatty tissue. Okay. So obviously, it had gone into some muscle tissue. That's where a lot of the original bleeding came from. But if it would had been much deeper, we had been dealing with so much more blood. There was a lot of blood, but with just some pressure and stuff, we actually, it was okay but I knew for sure that it needed stitches and I had bought in this like cheap Amazon suture kit. Mm. They're, they're, they're considered practice suture kits because they can't sell medical real grade. medical grade. Oh, oh, right, right. Cause yeah, that have to be like FDA right. approved. Yeah. So exactly. I'm finally getting medical. hooked up with like real medical grade sutures because that, of this incident. Yeah. But, and it just, it's one of those things where you just come together and you make something happen. So it's like, I had an awareness of like, okay, I know the concept of stitching somebody. I should have watched a four minute like YouTube video because it would have been so much prettier because I couldn't figure out how to tie the knot off at the end. I just oh, couldn't remember. That's hard, yeah. But it took one of the other dads is a former paramedic. So we had EMT. How cool paramedic. is that? We have two you former paramedics and a nurse. That's perfect. Yeah, that that's couldn't be more perfect. No. no. And that's oh, what gave the only me the thing left off is like if you had like an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> or or like a bartender. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean an you ER giving everybody yeah. drinks while yeah. you guys are suturing. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, seriously. And it took me three hours to, to suture this all, all of it up, which wow. was such a long time. It was are crazy. they just uh, uh the, the the sutures that like um they were they not dissolve what's the word for them no they had to take them out you yeah we did out. have yeah. to take them out and then you know we had thankfully natalie had iv antibiotics on board so she gave him two doses she had iv antibiotics. yes this IV is normal antibiotics. like for the cruising world for the people that go out to the they'll remote stick, they'll, yeah. they'll get yeah. all these crazy prescriptions just to be safe how do you get a prescription for iv antibiotics if you are not a medical practitioner so this is one of those really big challenges in the u.s because she, because of her, she has some connection. Uh -huh. That's how she got all that stuff. I wasn't able, like, I didn't have lidocaine. Um, I had had, I had like antibiotics because the doctors, I was able to say, hey, could you prescribe us, you know, all these things just in case? Mm -hmm. But uh, you yeah. really need those connections. And we've since met some doctors that are like, whatever you need, you know, whatever you need, because you have to be like a mobile ER wherever yeah. you are so that's You've a trustworthy that sure. that's like a yeah. trust thing that you you have to have or develop with a physician like yeah. like hey like tomorrow let's say we yes. go get a boat and we're like hey we're traveling hey our family practitioner 
can listen yeah. we're doing this we need it and if she had a good heartfelt story where she's like i've seen all your kids being born mm -hmm. you had a little bit of you know medical history yeah. of background but then yes, they're like alex we're not giving you vicodin sorry buddy <laughs> well i was listen, say, i need a thousand did, milligrams yeah. of <laughs> what did they did you guys have anything to give him for like pain while you were so he didn't want up? i i did have some stuff on board he but, wouldn't take uh, anything he, i'm like dude at least take some whiskey like something and he yeah, he wouldn't take anything. Oh, my God. Um, and he was just super brave. Like, if it was one of our kids, like, I don't even, it actually I can't would, even get, imagine it actually would get me really emotional thinking about it being one of the children. And um, so just his, he was brave. He was calm. And he was like, thank you guys. You're doing amazing. You're doing amazing. The, there was a cool moment. As Do you we, feel like it was kinda, like the best person for that to happen? Yes. To? Yes. Because yeah. he's such yes. a good guy. Yeah. And, and there was a moment where the, the guy that actually pulled him out of the water into his dinghy mm -hmm. came onto the boat while they were sewing him up. And he, and Jeff looked over at the other guy's name is Jeff. So Jeff looked over at Jeff as he came onto the boat and he started getting like Aww. really emotional yeah. because he's like, dude, and, and whoa, this, like, it takes yeah. you back to that it moment. Hits you, yeah. yeah, it does. But he's like, dude, th thank you. Like yeah. he like really thanked him and you could tell like he was going back to that, like I'm going to die moment, yeah. you know, where he I'm pulled him out of the water. That, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's the feeling <sighs> that comes over it was, you. It was a, well, and plus the first thing that yeah. I remember Jeff who got bit, said was it wasn't the shark's fault it wasn't the shark's fault so it's really interesting how you know you live on the ocean and, and we get yeah. we get questioned about sharks all the time I'm sure that's like the first because thing we swim do. with sharks we see out on the ocean we see them every day we see them every day and we love to see them like they're such incredible creatures and mm -hmm. actually i was thinking about like since we've you know gotten back home the first time i got into a car to drive myself i was like this is the most dangerous thing anyone could ever do is actually get into drive. a car yeah like we're all worried about sharks like well, what do you do about sharks and it's like but you drive your car every, every day. day i know um i think about that's just that some sometimes. perspective yeah. a little and, and, bit and of all the sharks we see they don't care they generally don't care about you right like the reason they cared about him is because he was literally like dangling he a had, stake in front of them yeah yeah he right. had food so. that i love when people wanted. say like they don't care about you but like did they tell you that <laughs> it did it did this particular yeah we the shark we look into their eyes and we know <laughs> yeah like, like, no okay. but you're right there's some situations where sharks like right, kill people and you're like why sure. would they have done that you don't know but well they're apex predators and, and you know there's so many factors going on i remember on. going to when we were at tampa uh last summer last fall maybe clearwater <clears throat> yeah yeah mm -hmm. and uh, we went to the aquarium beach, over there beach. and there's the gal that was presenting on the sharks and i was like Hey, let me ask you this. Like, here's you got a shark swimming with like all these smaller fish. Yeah. And if you know the, the hierarchy of the ocean, you're like, the the little fish are preyed upon the big fish. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. kind of what the circle of life goes. And I'm like, how are these sharks just like swimming? And Not I think they were tiger the sharks. And she goes, Well, the thing is, like, if the sharks actually have this according to this 20 something year old gal, but she's like, sharks actually have a pretty slow metabolism. And yes. if they're fed, they don't good. care. They're not hungry. Yeah. It's I'm about twice a week. So, yeah, yeah, we asked the same question when we were in the uh, resort. What's it called? Atlantis. In Atlantis. Yeah. Beautiful. <gasps> you in guys the Bahamas. Saw Atlantis? Whoa. Yeah. The Lost City? Can I tell you something? The Lost City? Yeah. Wait. What? Is that <laughs> yeah. something else? What are we yeah. talking about? In NASA? Oh. <laughs> NASA? <laughs> no, we're, I'm joking. The okay. real Atlantis. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Yeah. We stay there for a few days with our boat. And, uh, and we ask the same questions. You you learn about sharks and they're like, well, we actually only feed them twice a week. And um, because there's all these fish swimming with them. That. 
And no, because we we watch movies and we think sharks are just starving. I they know, always. Eat they want to eat everything. And that's why, you know, and then there's divers in the water cleaning and it's like 10 minutes before feeding time and all the sharks are getting like amped up. For and food, here, yeah. And here these people are just cleaning glass in there. Oh, and I'm I thinking, like that. you know, that's, <laughs> but that's just trusting. That's trusting and knowing. That's just knowledge yeah. about shark yeah. behavior. And so, um, and they put fast swimming fish in with sharks generally in a, you know, wherever you see sharks. Um, and of course, if they really did get hungry, they could eat one of those fish, but they feed them twice a week yeah. and they, they live like, in harmony together. Yeah, right. The last That's thing you so want is a shark like me, where like I just had a full dinner, and then somebody yeah. puts tacos out yep. or yep. or pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm full, but no doubt. I could eat. <laughs> My yeah, portion sure. control is I eat until I hate myself. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still feel pretty happy with myself right now. Um, I want to know how your kids felt like about yeah. the situation. The well, with the, yeah. the shark bite. Well, to close that off a little bit. Uh, several weeks went by. They gave him a bunch of. Um, also, when did this happen? How long ago? It was in April. April. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a little bit. Yeah. But several weeks went by. He took um, some meds to to take away any f- in possible infection, and they took the stitches out. And we were all blown away by how awesome the scar looked. How well like, it looked. It, she did a great job. And even we've shown pictures to doctors, and they're like, "You actually did a really good job. Nice job. You know? Amber. So Go good Amber. job, babe. Amber. That's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Good work. Um, but yeah, how, how did the kids do? I mean, uh, so, I mean, at first, I think we did have the kids were pretty scared to get in the water yeah. uh, with sharks. So you After have to that, do a lot yeah. of um, education and you have to, it, it's like you're not forcing your kids to get back into the ocean, but you're also like, this is a very, uh, this is a circumstance. It's because there's spearfishing happening and all of that. Yeah. So th- and then we yeah. made some serious rules for us as a group spearfishing that, okay, if sharks show up, it's time to leave. Yeah. And yeah. and we're never going to go off alone. You always even, have a dive even buddy. Even Jeff said, like, I should not have gone off on myself. If you would have had a dive buddy, it would have been a totally different situation. Flirting yeah. um, experience. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. What yeah. happens? Okay, sharks show up. You see them maybe, what, at best 20 yards away or more? I don't know what the visibility is. Um, perfect snorkeling condition. No, I th- that's, that's about reasonable. Okay. 20, 30 yards away. Okay, 20, yeah. 30 yards. You see sharks coming. You go, okay, I'm going up. Are they going after you or what's going on at that point on these sharks? When we see, oh, if we see sharks? Yeah. No, no. Generally, they're just, they're just there. A lot, a lot of them now know because there's so many people in and out of the Bahamas that if they're spearfishing, there's, there's free snacks around. Like oh. it's, it's, so it's they're quite attracted to that. They are. And some, they're even attracted to the sound of your spear pinging off a rock if you miss. Like sharks oh. will show up. It's crazy. Um, okay. But so no, you, so see, you see one swimming and you're just like, no, time for us to leave. No, they, they generally don't care about you. So Valentina like, Thomas. Who's that? Thomas? Did you make that so, up? No, she used, like to be, she used to be on the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, and she used to be uh, a lawyer, a high-end lawyer. And she hated the rigmarole of like the hustle and bustle of that lifestyle. So she decided to be a free diving spear fisher woman. Mm-hmm. And she created a whole social media following after it and all that stuff. And uh, she's talking about how happy she is. But anyway, she was mentioning how, and I, I think I'm correct about this, but when when you start swimming up, they treat you as if you are like a, a beta fish that's trying to escape like or, or you're injured. You know what I mean? So that's the way, like, I, it's it seems like a, a backwards thing based off of, that story and your guys story because it almost like okay so a shark shows up to me the way my brain registers of like the animal like primordial thing is it's like a bear you don't want to run from a bear you want to walk away from a bear 
So if you see a shark and you start swimming away, to me, I'm like, does that thing want to chase you? So it's, it's different. If a shark is coming, doing close passes to you, and we have a book that tells us about shark behaviors, you actually want to look them in the eyes and you want to like, like basically- Stand your ground kind of thing. Yeah, right. stretch out, and look big. That look type big of and you really want to stay horizontal. Um, just, or no, I'm sorry, you want to go vertical because actually no prey item goes vertical. Mm. So you want to differentiate yourself from like a prey item. And oh. um, we, and I did this in the Exuma Island chain. We saw a huge reef shark and it was actually the most magical experience. The closest I've ever swam with a shark. Um, I kind of just, yeah. <laughs> what to, are you guys doing? Irina's inhaling I, I over can't. here. It's so cool. Ooh. But you just, you tell yourself like, slow your breathing. And then actually um, the author. Ocean. Think about that though, Irina. That's all based off of just what you know. I know you've learned is. from whatever yeah. you've from seen. And yeah, and books. we felt like that too until we actually got to see that, like, no, they're they're fish swimming yeah, in the yeah. ocean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you just there's certain things that you need to do to help to help yourself in the water. But I never, I wasn't fearful that my kids, all my kids, were in the water, mm. and uh, it is actually to be able to experience that and kind of overcome that fear and just to be able to swim at these humongous yeah. apex predators. Your so heart's cool. beaten. Yeah. You like said really you cool. weren't fearful and your kids were in the water. Is it because they read the book too and you, you were well aware of that they've studied it? They know not to be, make any sudden movements? or Yeah, or? I would say just based on the shark's behavior, what I call like when you see sharks swimming like that, I just call like they're on patrol. Like they're just doing their thing. It's just like thing. chill. You can tell they're chilling. They're going really slow versus if they start making really erratic, quick movements, erratic. If they make really erratic you, you know, movements, there. there's certain behaviors where we're like, hey, or if there's more show up, right? Um, stuff like that. So you just know like knowledge is power in that way. Thank you guys for joining us this week on Shark knowledge Week 101. Shark Week. Power. I, it's very interesting to me we just because I, I'm very afraid of sharks. Here's Absolutely. a shark rape whistle. <laughs> to, to understand. Yeah. Just like their behaviors and like well and like them. let's be real about it. we're from idaho this is so foreign it's to us all foreign <laughs> do you did any of, were any of you guys like afraid of the ocean before you went yeah i was yeah we still are i uh, I, I know somebody that is yeah oh i'm 100 percent afraid of yeah. the ocean i have you are i am i don't i'm not afraid i i'm afraid of a lot of things you're stuttering so i'm, I'm sensing something yeah no no no, no, no. He, this is a little bit of humi stuttering, this is humility uh snakes wow. i don't like snakes i don't like alligators I, but alligators, I will okay. <laughs> stand around a snake and an alligator way before I go down to the bottom of the ocean. Mm. Well, I wouldn't go down to the bottom. Of Not the ocean, bottom, bottom, bottom. But, but you're still, still like even I don't, thirty feet of water. Uh, I've never yeah. snorkeled, and I like we were. So we were in Greece. Sounds like you guys need to come visit. And we I pulled, know we, we pulled do. up. We, we were in Greece, and I bet if we, he goes with you, he would. We do pulled it. up of one yeah. of the things, uh, and like, hey, okay, we can all like snorkel here for the next thirty minutes. And like, I jumped in the water, and I was like, swimming, swimming. I was like, okay, I'm ready to come in. <laughs> I'm ready to come in. Yeah. And Irina's like, no, no, let's just hang out here. He's like, no, 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 I'm ready to yeah. come in. Like I did this thing. I showed you. I could swim. Yeah. I'm fine. He didn't want to go in the water for a long time, and then he did, which is very. I, I a don't bad like moment. the thing that that's unknown. Yeah, yeah. it's a mind game. I don't it like. Really the is. Yeah. I'll go 100%. to Lake Peak, the lake outside of here, and we'll be wake surfing on our boat, and I will be like waiting for the boat to come around, and pick me up, and I'm like that feeling. I swear to you, if my foot even touches something <laughs> I'm, I'm scream I'm, this is why i bring a pistol with me and you can't see through that water right yeah, like yes I mean, the unknown the yeah. nice see, thing I find about comfort in yeah. seeing through the water like absolutely i'm sure like you guys were saying yeah, you, you have goggles clear. on you look down you can see i like that because then it's like 
you know what you're surrounded yeah. by. I don't like the bottom of a pool. I don't like the murky water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is getting really real. Uh, yeah, I'm super beta when it comes to like pools and waters and stuff. Yeah. Like, I just, it's, I don't know what it is, but. Is it, it more just when you're in the water? Like you were fine on that catamaran in Greece. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. It's in the water. Like it's 100% in the water. Yeah. water. I'm actually, I'm, I'm fascinated by ocean as i am about uh the astro astro astronomy yeah because it's things that you just sky. you don't know right and right? i and by observing it and you hear these theories and stories and images that they're coming up with telescopes you're like i can't believe that this is the deepest we've gone and this is the highest we've gone that's fine to me if i'm on a vessel when my body is in the thing i go get me out of here there's no way we're doing this right now uh, and I, yeah, I and I don't have reasonable. anxiety that much. Mm -hmm. I, I I won't consider myself somebody who's like I deal with anxiety, but in I, that moment you are in yeah. that moment a thousand. And to be fair, like I feel like when when we were in Greece, the water's not clear there. It's, yeah, it's just it's dark blue, right? Dark, dark yeah. blue yeah. and salty. You can see like a little. You're not gonna bit open your you. eyes in salty water. Yeah, yeah then, so it, it's, and it's very salty there. Very so you're like more buoyant, which is yeah. Like, oh, that nice. was wild to find out. Yeah. Be like, I have to work like less you hard can, like, to stay float. afloat. It's really weird. That's crazy. Cool. The but Bahamas is unique because it's very clear. And what, and as we've done this more now, we we hear that people who cruise around the whole country and sail around the whole country, they'll say the Bahamas is one of their favorite cruising grounds, mm. which is crazy that it's only like 50 miles from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because only of the ocean life. Yeah. It's very uh, close. The ocean life, the clear water. It's just incredible. So, Jeez. what yeah. are your kids? So I know what the progression and again, people need to go listen to the first. Also, podcast. if you don't know, they are sailing on their catamaran with six, five four, kids, four <laughs> kids, four kids, <laughs> 12 kids, nine kids. <laughs> no, I mean, four children might as, well might as well be. Yeah. yeah. Once you have four, you have 11. Yeah, exactly. So, I, so yeah. <laughs> I, I knew the progression of the story and what you're from what you shared what the kids were dealing through as you're traveling with an RV camper, but what's going on right now? Because I think you were saying some things about how it's they're either anxious or they're going to have a difficult time going back on the ship. Yeah. That that's a good question. Amber, I have a lot of those good ones. That's a yeah, great question. She's got a lot of those yeah. good ones. Yeah. His, well, I mean, good. I think, you know, first I'm going to say, I think anyone that does like full-time sailing, it's really good to have some land time. Like it's good to have a break. Would you say be grounded? Grounded. <laughs> grounded, yeah. Well, yes. unless you're on the boat, being grounded is not good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, but it's very true. So I think that that's really healthy. Um, but obviously, like coming back home, we have an you know we have incredible friendship. We have a huge community. The grandparents are here. So everything that we've always known is here. So you put our kids back into it, hanging with their cousins, with the grandparents, doing all the things. Our with seventeen year old daughter getting out her whole social life on. Yeah. Right. So for them, it can boat life now is like and she's oh. a driver too now. Yeah, yeah. she's a driver. Yeah. It's harder. Boat life is harder. It requires more things out of you. Like that's the thing. It's, it's not inconvenient. It, yeah. Is it mental games? Is that what you're what the kids would have it's to be mentally dealing? hard? It can be physically hard. Mm. Um, you're facing your fears a lot. And then, you know, yeah. you're with your family like 24 seven and you're encountering stressful situations together. So I get it. Like it's, it's okay for the kids to be like, man, I don't like for Jane to say, I don't know if I want to go back to the boat. It's because she's not in the beautiful tropics of where we were at when she's like, I can't believe that my friends have to, you know, be stuck in school all day long and I get to be out here spear fishing. And it's like, well, yeah, just remember that like home is good. 
But she still did in school though, right? Yeah. Right. So she does online right. distant learning and, but you know, with online distant learning, she can get done with her school in a couple hours. Yes. I was going to say, isn't it like homeschooling kind of like amazing. a couple hours yeah. and then the rest And she's is even just, taking yeah, like there's some no college fluff. courses. You just get it done and you're done. Right. Yeah. There's no extras. Yeah. Right. So there's, yeah, she gets to do more things like that. So it's, it's, it's hard when you see your kids like struggling, wanting to go back, but I get it. Like, I get why they're struggling. They almost need yeah. to have, like, that perspective. And this is just a theory. Is like, so Jane, cool. She did that in just two hours, busted out school the rest of the time. She's spearfishing. And then you like, okay, now, Jane, look right now. If you're just at home right now and, and your friends are in school right now between what, would you be doing? what school? Yeah. Seven, eight o'clock in the morning yeah. till what? Three or something like yeah. that? Two or three? Yeah. yeah. You're like, you're watching Matlock. That's all you're doing. Like, Price is right. Like, that's yeah, all you're Yeah, right. Doing. Exactly. Like, there's nothing for you to do right now unless yeah. you have a job. Yeah, and I think that kind of brings up the question of like, why are we doing this? You know, yeah. and why what, school what, so long? What would we say? Like, yeah, why school so long? But why why would we take our kids out of this and do this? Well, I mean, I think it's it's looking back and saying, you know, our lives were really good before we left, but they were also really really busy, mm. and it's feeling like life is on fast forward when we were so busy, and it just our quality time as a family really suffered, and so we. I think for us, we just got captivated by wanting more experiences as a family. It's like, yes, we got to go on vacations and stuff like that. But I just remember like day in and day out, it's like, you know, I'm rushing the kids from activity to activity. I'm traveling to dance competitions on the weekend. And I just, I just asked myself, is there all, is this all there is for us? Like my baby girl is going to graduate in a few years. And is this all the traveling that we're ever going to get to do as a family? So I think it just opened up desires in us to think, man, we've seen these families on YouTube like sailing and it doesn't, they don't make it look easy, but it's like they're doing it together. So it was like after we RV'd and we experienced, you know, 37 states in an RV together, it's like, why couldn't we move it to the ocean? Why couldn't we experience more countries, more cultures together? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's why we named it Everyday Saturday. I'd say our encouragement to people is just to, what can you do in your own life? It doesn't have to be selling everything and going sailing and jumping in the ocean and scaring yourself half to death. I don't know. I think we should do it. Baby. Yeah, do it. No, but like, what can we do, you know, to build in some more Saturdays, you know, quote unquote, into our lives to enjoy more time with our family and make memories. I have this thing. And so I, a lot of my tattoos that I have, um, a lot of them you are cinnamon, not a single one. They're all big. They're all, <laughs> they're, henna. They're, henna. they're all henna. <laughs> a lot of them are family stuff. Um, whether it's our anniversary or their sparrows for the family activities oh, cool. or the kids and cherubs and all that stuff. And the way I kind of looked at it is working in the hospital and you've been this, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, did you mostly do, uh, uh, mother baby and, or did you do like ICUs and kind of like different parts as well? Yeah. I mean, for me, my specialty has always been labor and delivery, yeah, mother labor baby, delivery. and then NICU. NICU stuff. Yeah. So <clears throat> being on the like the opposite because because I did a lot of NICU but I also did more like maybe two-thirds more of like ICU ER like the adult version Mm -hmm. you you saw the end of life stuff yeah and you kind of go like you kind of paint this like you do this game not game but you play the scenario in your head it's like one day I'm gonna lay where you're laying Ooh, he's and, going deep here. And and if it's if, and deep. if it's like if you played your cards right, you you had the opportunity to be able to like slow down mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you have terminal X. If it happened fast and you hit a a car on the median, you probably didn't have the time to sit down and reflect. Maybe you were yeah. seventy when you hit that thing. God bless you. But if you were seventy five and you're laying in bed and you go, you have this terminal thing. And I've seen those people a lot of times. I've taken people yeah. off like uh, ventilators and I put people on ventilators. 
and you, you play this dance and the only thing I can think about is like, if you have stories and stories is the only thing you have or memories only thing you have and you look at your body and be like, oh yeah, here's a little Harper in this chair with a little tiara. Oh, I remember when she did X and she says, Monin Dada or, or Beckham when he used to say, but hey dad, all the time. Before he starts the sentence, he says, but hey dad. <laughs> or you say Jack who's like, uh, you know, he says this, like that is nothing but stories. And if you can recall this memory of tapes and that is the last breath you take, that is the greatest life you could probably ever live. Yeah. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I think mm -hmm. what you guys are doing is so great because what you're doing is you're just adding nothing but a story bank. And memory. I, and I love that you're, 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 you're capturing it all on video and you're documenting it all because that's always going to live forever. And you know, multiple generations after you, that's that digital content is always going to stay always. All alive yeah. to the degree that you can almost like create some kind of hologram and just like let that play back and you can relive that story. Um, I respect that so much. It's not something that I ever think that I would ever do right now because of my comfort levels and understanding like what I do is going to dictate how I, you know, what my life looks like. Yeah. But I, I think it's the greatest thing on earth when it comes to that, like your life is done. Look at this like memory book of things that you did. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah. don't you feel like the only thing you'll really regret is not spending more time with the people. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the things yeah. we talk about so much is, is once you get to that point where you've reached regret, it's mm -hmm. like, it's too late. Right? Yeah, You cannot late. go back. You got to do it. And so, that. so crushing fears isn't all that hard. Really. If it's all about fear and the things that we're afraid of doing to make those memories, mm -hmm. that's not that bad. It's not when bad you, compared to regret. Exactly. And when you know the goal you have or what you yeah. want for your family, <laughs> they yeah. say the saddest thing that you could ever see in a person that's on their deathbed is regret mm -hmm. where like yeah. they didn't take that business venture. They didn't do the thing because now they don't have that opportunity. To and are they them. thinking like, man, I wish I would have made more money. They're never thinking that. They're never thinking that. They're thinking of like, why? Like, I always hated the Western perspective uh, where you go to school and then you graduate high school and then you have to sign up before your frontal cortex is developed, your front lobe is developed to. Only uh, for men. To, Women are already to, developed. Yes, you guys are already developed. <laughs> By then. Physically. Yeah. Physically. Oh, they're so developed. <laughs> Mentally. Oh, it's beautiful. Our and, brains. Uh, <laughs> and then from that point on, you have to commit to like, I'm going to sign myself up for a uh, $60,000 to $100,000 student tuition to do a job for the rest of my life. Yeah. You sign up for it. You get into it a few years into it. You realize, I don't think this is the best thing on earth. Like for me, I remember I realized like, why did I go to college for something that a place that never turns its lights off. Mm, yeah. I didn't realize till I was two years into respiratory. That you're I was like, like wait oh, a no, second. I don't want to be wait this. A second, well, I feel day? embarrassed that I'm just asking that now. Yeah. Like I chose, yeah. I chose a job that every holiday, yes. like yeah. it never turns it off. It never turns off. The right, lights ever. are always <laughs> on. And you're just yeah. a one hit wonder. One day yes. you've, you've done some life-saving work and tomorrow nobody remembers you. You can be easily replaced. Yeah. That's right? it. Mm -hmm. And so you, you do that, that, and then you just put up with it. And you make maybe, let's say, let's say best case scenario, you make good money. I didn't make good money as a respiratory therapist, but let's say you make good money doing that. Maybe you're like a PA or something like a PAs sure. are in six figures, right? <clears throat> you make, you, you make that kind of money. And then you're supposed to put up with that as, as much of assholes of your colleagues might be a jerk boss. You might have the inconveniences you might have the bad work schedules you might have yeah. working alternative working weekends, holidays. nights, all this Cafeteria stuff, food, missing memories, <laughs> all this stuff, right? Yeah. So that one day, 
when you turn 64, 65, for the last quarter of your life, you could finally do whatever you want. Yeah. And a lot of times not worst. whatever you want. You know, and your, physically you probably can't do and you can't, what you at that point, dreamed of. Doing the boat life, at least that we're doing, it's physical and there's awkward positions and things like this. That you got to deal so with things. Demanding. But you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that because man, like you get to that point in your life and it's, yeah, it's too late. And Brandon, cool. you said it's something today about like, you know, when people ask us like, well, actually you responded to someone on YouTube today and i loved what you had said just about like oh someone commented he just said ballsy move selling your appreciating asset house to buy a depreciating asset your boat mm -hmm. to do this it was a, it was a good comment but wait, go ahead. I, I just loved your response to it because you were just telling him What'd like you, you you can always like, what like can there's always, always time to make more money yes but we cannot make more time we can't go back and, and we like especially you can't these, go back in time especially yeah. these years with our kids like yeah. we cannot create more memories with our so kids we, we have a small yeah. nick of time to do these things these yeah. are the years we laid down yeah. our careers but guess what we can pick up careers yeah. like we yeah. can and and that's why like the fear of the future isn't yep. isn't hindering to us mm -hmm. because i i feel like this is we're investing in this and so what if we come out of the other side and we're like and we have to live in a tiny little house or something. tiny home or I don't know. You, you know what is it? As you're describing that, you know, what's crazy is you think of, let's just picture, let's just say one guy planned this whole culture out. He's up there thinking like, okay, let's do it like this. We're going to create school where the kids go to school, you know, whatever it is, eight to four, eight to three, so that they can kind of be babysat so that, you know, parents can go to work and have that time to go to work so that they can you know, come home, make dinner and go repeat it the next day. Like who set that up? I and I mean, and you guys are kind of in the yeah. same boat. Like you guys look at, you built, you worked your butts off creating YouTube and all this stuff so that you can have some freedom in your life. You're right. Mm -hmm. I, I created YouTube. Yeah. You created <laughs> you YouTube. Did create YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you, you created your YouTube thing. Uh, just you all are YouTube. You yeah. Warm, warm you are the YouTube. Mr. Mr. <laughs> YouTube. But you worked hard to create a yeah. life where you had some freedom. Yeah. You know, and the that's... only reason I started YouTube, uh, and I always tell people that is when I, when I got into respiratory therapy, I went to school for it. I got a degree in it. Here I'm working at the hospital that I wanted. And they said, you're making blank. And if you work at this for the next 15 years, here's the highest level you'll make, which is maybe 10% more, right? 15% mm. at best. And that is it. Yeah. But you have opportunity cost. And I learned opportunity cost. They, didn't te they don't teach you opportunity cost in respiratory school, nursing school. They teach you they opportunity teach cost you in business school. In school <laughs> in they, they, no, well, they teach you that in business school. Business school, opportunity cost is yeah. you hire somebody else to do the thing for you that you Save can you make time. more money, opportunity mm -hmm. somewhere else. That's where opportunity comes from. And I remember my old roommate, Oleg, uh, he was he was a business major. He was like opportunity cost. He's telling me about why he pays somebody to do his oil changes because it gives him an opportunity to go do things that make him happy or, or maybe work more or whatever. And I realized, OK, so here's my income. 10 to 15 percent more is the max I'll ever make for the next 30 years in this thing. But I'm giving up weekends and nights. And memories and, <laughs> yeah. holidays and holidays and holidays and time yeah. with my kids and all these memories for a very small amount of pay to a lot of people. It's middle class, maybe, mm -hmm. but it's so limited right there. Mm -hmm. And that to me, I was like that. I don't want to live. If, if I only have one shot of this thing called life, I'm never going to do this thing at this number. It has to be F you money. And then maybe I could figure out how to like, you know, like move things around. But there's no freaking way. If you tell me life is precious 
life is sacred and you only have one shot of it and this is the one I'm going to play. No, no, no. I'm going to be the captain of my own domain. I'm going to yeah. create my own happiness. I want to be when my kid I want to be at home when my kids leave for school. I want to be at home when my kids come back from school. I want to be you part of You want to be here for those nooners that and, afternoon and, 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 and if and <laughs> and and if I go I don't care about the money and I'm just going to go do the thing with my kid right now. You could still do it or you go, you know what? Why don't we splurge? Why don't we get, why don't you get the ribeye? I don't care. Don't get the, don't get the, <laughs> get the ribeye. Be like, dad will figure out how to make money. I think ribeye, well, I, are you thinking of, um, filet mignon? Filet mignon. Filet mignon. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a finer taste, but well, it's like, hit for him, you, ribeyes. but you're, but you're in charge of your own happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, your spouse is not in charge of your happiness. Nobody's in charge of you. There's nobody to play except for you. If you want to live a, live a humble life, it's up to you. You want to live a life of low bills, it's up to you. If you want to live a life of Pitbull or Shakira or whoever <laughs> else, lied. these are the only saying? people that I know from the 90s, it's up to you. <laughs> also, but Bro, it's not. I hope you're 90s. talking to your listeners because you're preaching to the choir yeah. right now. Come on. <laughs> so, so I, I and, and so I, I respect that a lot. I respect a lot because because what I deal with every single day is so I figured out how to make this Mister Build It thing work, but I still have the fear of like one day everything's gonna go away and you're not gonna have retirement figured out. But then when you go people who are in their thirties. And they go, well, we sold everything and we're traveling the world and we're happier than we could ever be. And we're living on a fraction a of- A fraction. Like yeah. we're and you go, oh, I don't need millions for retirement. I could live a very nice lifestyle for a fraction of the cost. I don't you know, know. We may be calling you when, when we're retired and needing some GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll set up guys, a GoFundMe Guys, we're making a t-shirt logo. Yeah. Go find that. Yeah. Can you proceeds. put this on your Instagram, yeah. Mr. Build It? Yeah. We're, we're taking down the proceeds to Ukraine and it's going to Morris's. <laughs> <laughs> Every day Saturday. It's fine print. Yeah, exactly. Going. Yeah, yeah I, I really respect you guys for doing this. I think it's something people think is so out there and sure. like, uncomfortable and like hard and why would you do that to your kids but in reality you guys are thriving and you guys are having so much fun and you guys are spending so much time together and i think that is amazing I'm gonna that's argue, what we all kind of want i'm gonna argue a point you said and, and this is more like nitpicking like the terminology she says why would you do that to your kids and we've had people say that FYI. that's what i'm Go saying ahead. people yeah. probably well, ask you guys well, all the time i don't think they're doing anything to their kids well i what I'm saying I think people are asking them. Mm -hmm. that. I remember yeah. the first time very vividly where it was this jump off point for us where our kids were really young and we did everything with a lot of other couples whose kids were in the same age group. So we did things together. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to get rent a cabin, we rented a cabin with people whose age kids are roughly yeah, the same age. Right. And then I remember this pivotal point specifically the, the exact weekend and we, we came to the cabin with some of our friends kids were in the same age group and uh the parents were like hey instead of taking off on sun uh sunday we're, or instead of taking off on monday we're gonna take off on sunday and we were like well that wasn't the plan i think it was like a labor day weekend or something like that and at that point every ounce of us was like well we're gonna also take off too because if they're gone we're gone as well yeah and everything is already taken care of so you can say if you wanted to and then i go to, to Irene, i was like hey why don't we stay just I mean, so far, everything's going good. Kids are doing good. Like, why don't we just stay? And it was our it was first just time. Our family. Our just mm -hmm. our, our our family. We didn't have Harper. It was just Jack and Beckham at that point. And we stayed for just one extra day. And it was wild where you just devoted the attention to just us as a family. Yeah. And you were just there. You're the best word I can describe it as. You were just present together. 
Yeah. Yeah, for you sure. You didn't do any deep philosophical examinations of life development. You were just present. Mm-hmm. Nobody took your bandwidth away from your kids. Nobody said you didn't have to sit with somebody on a couch, on a couch drinking a coffee and you're you're trying to make small talks. If your 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 son or daughter goes, "Hey, um, hey dad, do you want to play Uno?" and you go, "Yeah. Right. I guess we're, yeah. There's yeah. nothing else. Let's do. Yeah. Okay, let's do. Let's do." <laughs> they got all of your bandwidth. Right. And you were there and we it, it really it resonated time. with me that till this day, we intentionally, we don't do it often, but intentionally we go, we're going to go camping and it's just going to be our family. And we'll tell the boys, is that okay? And they go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. I think it's so important to do that. Just like, I think we've gotten so used to it. At least I felt that way over the years. Doing things with like other people yeah. always that sometimes yep. you forget, like it's just as much fun to do things with just your family yeah. and, and you strip it all away like that's all you have yeah like how, i in mean the, friends come and go like i probably won't be friends with alex much longer no no but i, I can guarantee you months. the moment you start making less money <laughs> yeah right i can't hang with you you guys leave on wednesday <laughs> yeah right it. yeah but you know what's interesting is that uh just in kind of in that line is that our daughter our 17 year old daughter Jaden, she's so social like she when mm-hmm. we're here in in on land She's with her friends. She's gone. We don't see her. Yeah. She comes back late at night. You know, we have a little curfew for her. She comes back, but we're all in bed. When we're on the boat, like we, we'll we'll go into our room and, and watch something on our iPad or something like that. She comes in because she's bored and she'll come lay with us. Yeah, hanging out. And we're like, or she that makes would bracelets with her younger sister. Yeah. Which that like, would never happen here, right? Never, no, it's ever. just it's it's yeah, and it's okay. Like I I told my kids, like I can't own your happiness. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not I'm not meant to be a slave to your happiness. So. I'm sorry if it's hard. There's depressing moments. There's passages where we feel sick. There's weather that sucks. But it's like ultimately, like I'm not here for that. But I'm here to love we're you. We're here to and build your character, build your you little char- suckers. Yeah, yeah, build your character. <laughs> and I promise you, when you look back later in life, I can guarantee that this, what we're doing, will add more to your life experiences than than just going to normal high school. Like that's what we feel like. We're just like if because this is what we're doing. Like. I promise it will pay off. You just don't have the perspective no. yet. And when she's sitting around a table with five other people, what are they going to want to talk about? Mm-hmm. You know, when the conversation book, comes up, it's like, like what you book sailed? do you want to read? You lived on a boat? Like, are yeah, you kidding me? What was that about. like? Yeah, right. About. <laughs> right. So when you guys left, so when you guys did the, the RV life, your kids were all on board for that? They were. Yeah, yeah they were all on board for that. And then when you guys decided to do the sailing... How was that conversation with the kids? Did they all agree to do that too? Everyone but Britain. Our, she's our 12-year-old daughter. She's our introvert, our homebody. Okay. She's like, good, don't take me out of my comfort she's zone. She's scared I, of I, everything. I have my two best friends, which are my cousins, yeah. and I'm good here. Okay. Um, but she also had a good, a good attitude about yeah. it. It's not like she rebelled against us or anything right. because of it. And she actually surprised us out there. But Jane was like all in. She was all in then. Um, I'd say she's the least in right now because she's now come back. She's been here for three months while we've been doing boat work in Virginia. And she's, yeah, she's re-experienced high school fun again and all her friends. and 17-year-old life. What what do the... uh, um, the Amish have they have Rumpel Rumspringer. Run Springer is this yeah. is this Jaden's? I don't know what that even means. You have to Rump, explain. Like Rump Springer, so, yeah, explain it, babe. So Rumspringer is yeah, in the in the like um, mm-hmm. what's the culture? It's the um, it's the Amish it's culture. The Amish, Amish culture. Yeah, so yeah. you grow up into this like very hyper religious. You follow these rules. You can't be in cars. You can't drink alcohol. You can't do drugs. You can't fornicate. You know <sighs> all the best stuff. She's not fornicating. <laughs> no, no. But then they have one week. 
And I don't know if it's like a baptismal kind of thing, but there's like one week when they become an adult where they have one week of like all better off. The light. Go yeah, in to experience do it. And then the do. idea is that you're going to come back to the light kind of thing. And wow. so you because kind of live, <laughs> you kind of live this like heathenistic thing for a week. You party, yeah. you drink your brains out and then you go, no, no, this is a bad idea. I'm going to go back to <laughs> that hangover sucks and you come back. Yeah. Right. And you're like, I don't yeah. like that. They never prepped you for hangovers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's funny. I think that, um, <laughs> I, I I told her, I mean, she's a, she's a teenager. And when you, right. any teenager, you, they are where their feet are. I always say that. Like, they're like a candle in the wind. The wind's blowing this way. They're going that way. So when we get back down to the Bahamas and we're with our people and we're in that beautiful water, she's going to, I know without a doubt, she's going to say like, why didn't I want to come back to this? Oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> are there, let's finish off of this. Cause I know we have to go get our kids from school here in a little bit, but are we overtime? I uh, no, no, we're, no, we're perfect. good. We're, we're doing good. perfect. Um, I'm curious about uh, the when you guys are on the boat with the kids and the development there. What what does parenting look like on the boat? Also, on to add on to that, mm-hmm. what where are you going to next, and what is the next mm. six months? That's good. That's yeah. a, slash, no, slash, 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 four slash. Four slash. Yeah. That's a question for Amber. I just changed the oil on the engines. What? How do we parent, babe? <laughs> I mean, I would say it, it looks a lot like land life in a lot of ways, like the way that we parent. I'm definitely the one that's in charge of homeschooling. So I definitely am like, you know, meals and homeschooling and all of that. And your youngest is in what grade? He's in kindergarten. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Ooh. we have five-year-old, uh, 12-year-old boy, girl, twins and a 17-year-old daughter. Right. But I would say like parenting, like when Brandon and I were separated for six weeks and I had to solo parent four kids here oh, by no, myself. Oh, no, what happened? Why were you separated? Oh, because I was back working on the boat. We took the boat out, did maintenance, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And yeah, so she was here with the, with the fam. Yeah, and we're used to being together yeah. all the time. And yes, like it's hard to be together sometimes 24-7. We all know that. But it's also really hard to be separated. And we're, mm-hmm. you're so used to co-parenting. Six weeks, Brandon. I don't... Dude, I don't know. I had to wear baggy <laughs> pants. Dang. Oh, man. Your spank bank was full. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of nudes. Oh, I hope you guys had a good internet connection. That's we all did. We, we kept our marriage healthy even in the midst of being yeah. separated. You gotta do what for you gotta do. Weeks. We, I, it was smartphones are amazing. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. babe. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Zoom, zoom sex. <laughs> um, oh man, we didn't go that far, but uh, oh yeah, right. You know, I no. Th- okay, back to the parenting <laughs> question, right? No, okay. I was just saying what she would have done. Yeah, go ahead. Just. Just, co- mean, just co-parenting. Yeah. Obviously, dad's really present. And yes, taking care of a vessel, he cannot do it just by himself. And mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that really intrigued us about being crew on a boat. It's something that no one has done before, and it's going to take every single person. So even little Cohen, he, his job is to get up, and he has to zip the sail back. So Brennan has to like hoist him up. And So the main sail, the big sail, goes down into a bag, and it has a big zipper. So when you're not using it, it keeps it out of the sun. Mm-hmm. and it's way up there so i for me to reach it is like a kind of a nightmare so i take my five-year-old son and i'm like hey you're light i'll set you up on there and you can just crawl up there and yeah. zip it and i'm like it's every time job. we do it i'm like cohen you got to get your job done dude i can't yes. do this but everyone like <laughs> everyone it. washes dishes everyone there's there's a schedule uh we eat every system like we yep. eat every meal together um so it is extremely family oriented mm-hmm. and and it takes both of us we're constantly parenting mm-hmm. yep do you feel like it's got it's easier on land or on water to parent? I honestly, the parenting part of it is the same. The I same? mean, the kids yeah. fight no matter where they're at. Like it's no different than when we, we had a three thousand square foot house; they'd fight. 
you know, they fight. They'll, they'll find. They, they'll find a way. They to fought fight. in the RV. <laughs> yeah. They fight on the boat. You know, yeah. so that's not much different. You um, just can't send them to friends' houses. You can't send them to grandparents. You don't have those buffers. Yeah. You don't exactly. have Uber Eats. Yeah. No. Right. Exactly. So yeah. So in some ways, it can be more challenging for yeah. sure on the boat. But and yeah, next question: plans. six months. Yeah. Yes. Let's hear it. Let's hear the. Do you want to say it? Well, like our big hope and dream is to see if we can cross the Atlantic Ocean Dang. and go to the Med. Yeah, just so you guys know, to put that in perspective. Med is the Mediterranean. We would go down yes. to the Bahamas, meet up with all our sailing buddies and do Thanksgiving and Christmas, hang out for a few months. And then and then you basically, to get across the Atlantic, you go five days to Bermuda, 12 days to the Azores, and then about another five-ish days to uh, Gibraltar. And to so get- 12 days would be the longest. Yeah, 12, 12 to 13 days, days in the middle of nothing. Can it, you imagine? Like, it depends on what, the weather. No, you're doing, s- I mean, depend on the wind. Sometimes maybe, yeah. But I mean, days. you want to average like seven or eight, I'd say. Um, but wow. yeah, I mean, it's it's a big decision. Yeah. Yeah. So. We're just, yeah, we're looking at all the details. We actually have an itinerary of uh-huh. like the timing and what we're going to be checking into at what country and in the stuff like that. And, and you guys are doing that with... Two other, other, it would be two two other other boats. boats. They're going for sure. It's us that are kind of like been wavering, but I think I think we're in. I mean, it's kind of like then you go and like it's just our boat in the middle of the Atlantic. Definitely, you gotta do it somebody else. And how long have the other two boats been doing this life? Um, One boat, the boat's called Eco. Our boat's called Everyday Saturday. Obviously, one boat's called Eco. Uh, Bill, the captain of that boat, he was a his his career was a super yacht like captain. So he's he got 30 he's plus years. He's an amazing dude, an English guy with an amazing accent. And yeah, he's, it's amazing to be with him because he just, he knows it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy is um, in his early fifties. He's a retired fireman, paramedic, and he can fix anything. He's like this guy over here, Mr. Build it. So it's like, if you're going to travel with people, having just the resourcefulness yeah. of the people around mm-hmm. you, it's yeah, awesome. for sure. It's such uh, a primordial thing where it's like a village that like you have a shoemaker, you have, you have a, totally. all the trades. You know, yeah. 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 So hunter, I'm, you I'm the electronics guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, it's true. We all play. Do you know, so do nice you know like amp, amps and, and volts and all that stuff? And like, all, I'm all, learning all that, dude, because we just installed a massive solar arch on our boat uh-huh. that feeds a, you know, a thousand amp hour battery, lithium battery bank. And we've got an inverter uh-huh. that converts it to AC. And that's so one yeah, thing I've I'm always wanted it. to learn uh, or be well versed in is like, I know the most simplistic thing is like how to put an outlet in or amps and volts, but yeah. I don't know like the resistors and all that stuff. But yep. like, how do I? And then DC is a whole other thing. We have yeah. DC, we have AC. Imagine one of your projects being like a AC massive DC? solar project on your roof. Well, we're we're doing that. <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> okay. massive, we're over here like AC DC. That's, that's, awesome, like, um, that's wild. That's fascinating. Amazing. Um, where I know you guys are no longer Morris's Go Mobile. Mm-hmm. Where uh, every day Saturday across all social media platforms, YouTube more most importantly. Yep. Yeah. How Inst- often Instagram. Are you out videos, dude. We talked every about this day. last time. Every Edi- day. Editing's hard, right, every bro? Day. Yeah. Every Saturday. Unless well, you get real big and you hire some, ha- well, you have a guy, like you say. Well, my videographer's on vacation this week, so yeah, that's which is Daddy's, why we're not videoing Daddy's this. doing a little yeah. bit of uh, editing himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, we didn't do a ton of YouTube. Uh, this last time we were out on the boat because it was overwhelming. We've done a ton of filming. Boat. We have hey, a lot be of more confident. I'm plugging you right now. You need to be like, oh yeah, we do. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, guys, YouTube yeah, weekly videos. Hey, you should subscribe because there will be more videos. Yeah. Here's but what, we, if you go like, oh yeah, we do videos every once in a while. Nobody's subscribing, but if you're like, shoot. hey, guys, we we've got one million videos. Yes, we've got one million. Videos. We got They're one coming, coming yeah. out of every 
our no. um, they're in the archive the biggest one resurrected. is you're going to want to see what this boat is that we're talking about so go yeah, check out our boat tour video i know you guys yeah. are interested yeah. and you want to see the boat tour yeah. Here, here's go the thing uh so we'll, we'll we'll sign off on this uh guys the morses uh the everyday saturday incredible channel brandon is a fantastic human being who communicates just like i do but better <laughs> Perversely, um, yeah. please go follow their channel. They <laughs> have these incredible B-roll shots. Um, Brandon doesn't speak so well, but the shots are our money. <laughs> go check it out. Live vicariously. His wife them. is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> their kids are and, so uh, cute. You won't regret it. I promise. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Guys. Thanks for having us, guys. Hey, thanks yes, for coming on. Thanks for being here. All right, guys. Peace. Now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right, see you guys. Bye. <laughs>